What up, the world? This is your man, Jay Liggs. You're back rocking with the Culture Cure. I don't think Saraya can hear at the moment. I can't because... Um, I didn't know it was that loud. <laughs> I always Jay was vibing down. with it, though. It was it was what he was used to. Oh, My bad. Hey, we here. We know we, we've... Uh, against all lies. Against all lies. We here. <laughs> we we here for the people. We got a, something to talk about and some information going around. And I don't know if it, if everyone is... um. Aware of, but you know, we want the first thing we're definitely gonna talk about is the corona. But before that, how is everyone um, being quarantined? How, how are you liking it? I, Jay, you said you still gotta go to work. Yeah, man, I, I'm praying for the quarantine. Send oh, you me, want to <laughs> send me the fuck home, please? <laughs> you got some stuff to do. Shit, <laughs> send me the fuck home to the crib. You want, you I want y'all to shut this whole shit down, please. <laughs> See, uh, that's right. You've been you've been quarantined. Uh, I've not really been affected too much. I still. Have to no, go yeah, to I'm in personal day. Oh, now. I'm like, what are you saying to me? Um, I still have to go to work as your resident healthcare provider. Um, but today we actually had a meeting about providing telehealth. Um, so I know that some laws have gone into place to authorize um, medical providers to be able to bill for that in ways that they weren't able to before. FaceTime me. Yeah, so (laughs) I think that's going to be implemented next week. Optional. For those who still want to come in, we are still going to be open. And I do have to perform the telehealth from the office. So either way, I still got to go to work. As soon as they get on FaceTime, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 nigga. You you fucking. <laughs> like, no, this shit confirmed. <laughs> no, we see it on your face. Yeah. You, you out of here, nigga. It's uh, crazy because uh, one of the dermatologists I've been to sent out text messages like, yeah, so starting on the 23rd, we're going to do Teloderm. I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So you're going to really have me what, up in the camera looking at my I'm face? Looking at your face. That's yeah. crazy. Dang man, it's the What's first good? time we're on the show, man. We well, appreciate it. Hey, thank thank you for the invitation. Hey, congratulations <laughs> to you all on y'all two hundred yeah. episodes. Hey man, oh, it's, 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 man, it's we, a we, blessing. We appreciate y'all coming out. Oh, man. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Man. I thought the Ronas was gonna keep people away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. you know, yeah, but half, half our show is missing. Yeah, 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 we do want to, um, you know, take a moment, uh, Tiff and Aaron, uh, uh, you know, stay in quarantine, and we completely understand because uh, they have. They got a little cough? No, 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 no. no. They just have uh, elderly parents that they take care of. So so they want to kind of understandable keep themselves away. And we understand that. So that's what we call for Audible. Had you all come in and sit in with us for this time. Man, we appreciate it. And we appreciate you all being. How was your week, uh, Dane? Hey man, God is still good. I'm 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 not sick. Okay. Uh I do get to work from the crib. Okay. I, I hate my job. Let me just throw that out there. Uh but, you know, I can't complain, man. I can't All right. complain. All right. So yeah. won't change shit no way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We really won't. Yeah, man, it's been um I've been working from home also and um I don't like my home anymore. Cause that was like the place you go. Increasingly irritable. That's that's like the place where you go and just like you to get away. Yeah, to get away from work. And not that I'm um like I don't like having a job. I appreciate my job. I you know I'm I'm blessed. But you know work is still work. You know, and I work with the general public. So sometimes they they put you in the mood, and you know it's like. Mm. And now when I'm at home, I see that same mood. It's like I yeah. see it everywhere. Yeah. So like, this was your favorite room in the house, but now, oh this, baby, now this is the room that somebody called you a nigger in. Right. Like, it's like, damn. Like, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, like I, I, I'm excited to take out the trash now. Like I'll, I'll take a break to just go to well, the trash. I, I want to be sent home though. Like you say, you say, you say that you'll be sent home to be home. Now when you sit home to still work. 
It's totally different. No, you know, because when even when I when I work, I'm not at work. Oh, well, well, <laughs> but well, no, I would I would just set up here in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. But you don't think you would get like stir crazy? Like even if you were at home and you didn't have to do anything. Like I have one of my friends. She's actually watching. Hey, Sheena. Um, hey, Sheena. Who was talking about how she works in a surgical yeah. OR. And they shut it down for a week or so. She's like, I'm going to be bored at home. Like, what? Mm, I'll what stay am up I here. And then, um, you know, I press record, have people come in, report their podcast while I'm in the other room. <laughs> uh, when they leave, I go in here, hit the button, wipe everything down, and, you know, that's work. It. Yeah, so you sure. have something to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's essentially why I work, why I set up shop mm-hmm. at the studio just in case, you know, we had uh, some sessions of, of stuff going on. But I work from home. Like about eight, nine years ago, I ended up working for home for like almost a year. And it start off like real good. And then like you miss human interaction. You know, you miss like talking yeah. to other. I mean, you, you say you don't, but like you miss talking to other adults every now and again. I talk on the phone. I talk to a microphone for a good seven hours a week. Uh, and it's, I'm okay. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily the human interaction. It's just more so. Now, I like looking I, at I, ass. I okay, well, that's it. <laughs> and I mean, um, what? I, like, I like looking at ass, and it's a lot of women in my office. Oh, I'm about to say, because I get that shit in the group chat. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> group is the picture is really the same? Uh, <laughs> nah. Nah. Video, though. <laughs> Video group chat. Video is better. <laughs> so that, that leads me to another question, though, because a lot of people are talking about the quarantine and chill and everything like that. So it's going to be a lot of Christmas of babies. Some, some quarantine <laughs> babies. You yes, know when you I'm, was born. I'm very glad I don't work labor and deliver anymore. But is that something that you all have been presented an opportunity for? I have five kids. There's, <laughs> so you, you, need no, <laughs> you need to hang it up. It's a hard sell to get me to have another baby. All I know is uh, I'll be 38 in April. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, I'll have to pop one out. <laughs> I mean, the time. There's, there's no, better, <laughs> no time to quarantine and chill. Pop a, a quarantine baby. Oh my God. What you waiting on, man? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, things happen. Or things don't happen. Huh? <laughs> Said the man with five kids. Yeah, I mean, what you waiting on? <laughs> Mm. Let that you, man take his time. Yeah, you held on too long time. enough, bro. How old is your? I'm saving myself for oldest? marriage. My oldest would be seven. <laughs> okay. Marriage is hella overrated. I've done that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my oldest would be seventeen in April. Okay. And then so my youngest is like three. Oh, oh you got a, a wise. <laughs> yeah, part. yeah. Okay. They all over the place. Right. <laughs> how many boys? How many girls? Three boys, two girls. Okay. Where are the girls? Are they falling? Uh, my daughters are fourteen and then seven. Okay, so you got a teenager. How does yeah. that work out? It's scary, man. Uh, but you, know, you, it, didn't, you don't tell your son what you're waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what? I, some, somebody brought me back to reality with my son because I was fucking around. My son, sixteen, he'll be seventeen next month, and uh, I went to pick him up from work, and I saw this young girl that he worked with, kind of like giving him the. Oh, you know, Lord. the eye. And I was like, you know, she she looked to be about 18, 19. I was nah. like, you know, you might want to be be friendly with her. But he's like, you know, dad, I got a girlfriend. That's not. Oh. And I had to like, like he not living my life. Like yeah. I was wild as fuck <laughs> at 17. But he not that. I can't mm-hmm. man that man's ship. Right. And the Maybe same not. thing with my daughter. Like I give her the game just like I get to my son. Like, baby, boys are trying to talk to you because. They want to fuck, mm-hmm. and she, she get it. Like mm-hmm. she not, 
she not stupid to it. Her mama, you know, and my sister-in-laws, you know, they put her up on the game too. So, I mean, it's not like she walking around just ignorant to shit. Now, me as a father, like, it's a lot of shit that's real difficult with having a daughter. Like, she's starting to develop. Mm. She want to get that hair and them nails done. Mm-hmm. She did calm me into a nose ring. Oh! <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Oh! <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> she, I, I did go for the nose ring, but her mom saved me and was like, because initially, I th- my ex-wife is like real straight lace. She mm-hmm. don't. You know, she. Oh, so you thought she was gonna get to get me? Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm the fun parent. Yeah, no. I, I thought she was gonna get me out of it. And initially, she said yes, but oh. then, like after like a day or two, she went back on it. So I was safe. Oh. I was safe. <laughs> okay, I see how you oh. played that. <laughs> you knew. Go ahead. The chat is telling me they can't see you. If you oh, okay. To the frame. Oh, I got it. I got trying it. to social distance. So <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of people on my uh, on, on my comments yeah. like this don't look like social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, this is you know we safe. I'm a small business man. I got <laughs> we do, we're doing it. the best we can, yeah. man. We, we got to get the light under ten people. It is only fact, us yeah. under four. ten people. There's only four people here. <laughs> you yeah, no no large group sessions yeah. right now. We got to, <laughs> but we still got to keep the lights on. So it's true. So, so 14, nose ring. I was with it. I was with it. I mean, because I, like I said, my life, I lived a little bit wilder Mm -hmm. when I was like a teenager. I had my first tattoo at like 16. So I wouldn't like, did you get it covered up or is it still there? No, I still, I'm not going to cover my first one. What is it? It's It's a pit bull. Do it look like a pit bull now? (laughs) I mean, it's because like when you were 16, it could look like a pit bull. But now, I mean, it's faded as fuck, but I said I'm not going to. I'm not going to fuck with it because that was like, that's what started, you know, my tattoo journey. Like now I got, you know, more than I can count. But that was the, you know, that was the one that set it off for me. So, you know, back then getting tattoos wasn't like the wave. Like I came to school with that shit and teachers was asking me, was it real? So, I mean, I'm just going to, just going to let it. You the nigga that got Tattoos popping, huh? I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> tattoos wasn't the tattoos. wave, but I'm, I was I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take credit, but I mean, like this was literally over 20 years ago. Niggas wasn't walking around in 98, 99 with tattoos. Niggas, tattoos was out in 98. Not, <laughs> not in high school though. Not in high school. Okay, that's true. I, well, maybe I, I wasn't in high school at that time, but <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> that was a, that was a <laughs> slight diss. No, tattoos. <laughs> I was, you old I, ass nigga. I was, I was on my way. I was probably like eighth grade, something like that. So I was about to graduate. <laughs> no, but yeah, this this whole situation has been crazy, and I I don't know. I've been on the fence about a lot of the stuff. My main thing that I'm annoyed with is the way the media is handling it. Like one thing that really irritated me is the whole celebrities coming out and announcing they have it. Why the hell is that news? Why like, are celebrities able to get tested before, like, just Because I got money, joke? nigga. <laughs> nah, man. I, I got, nigga, if I can't use my fame, if, nigga, if I can get a test right now, I had that bitch. Yeah, but are you then going on social media, like, why is this national news? Oh, I have it, but I'm okay, though. Like, to me, that was just Cause I propaganda. Think, like, well, I think stupid. Well, I think the, the at least the black celebrities that did it, Prove that these niggas can, can get actually it. get it, cause you know niggas <laughs> yeah, running around, running around like, like yo, the melanin gonna save you. And I'm all, I'm pro black everything, but nigga, we can get shit too. <laughs> so, but if I had my, if I can flex my privilege, why the fuck would I not? Like, I'm doing it. 
They asked the they asked uh, <laughs> they asked Trump about that shit too. He was like, uh, "Well, you gotta ask them." He's, like, oh, why they came out? Yeah, and said no, it. he said, "Well, how did they get them?" He's like, "Oh, do you think it's because they got rich and famous?" He was like, "Yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's the truth." Like, yeah. I thought they were saying that they were start going to start making like the at home kits available and getting those sent out in masses. Yeah, I'm not touching that shit because <laughs> it's coming from China. As soon as you open up the package, you got the one. Are you one of those people that believe that it's a chip in the in the vaccine? What Uh, I mean, they they do make that, but like that's not that's that's not necessarily what I believe. Uh, But like I'm not I'm not cool with all that take home shit and send back in. You gonna send me this nigga his results and shit? Like I don't trust that shit. So Mm. you rather just quarantine, wait it out. That's that. Yeah, I'm real to the actual. I'm like, hey, nigga, am I good? You take some, take some blood. Or I don't know what. The I fuck really have doing. no issue with but sitting in the house for like two weeks and just letting this shit die off. If I was sitting in the house just doing what I wanted to do, yeah. Now, yeah, I need work to suck a dick and just like <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me smoke weed and, and get my call of duty on. Oh That's what I need God. to have. But I think when in when and if forty five shut this whole shit down, I don't think we're gonna be working from home. Yeah, I, I think. I think it's just yeah. going to be shut down, people. Yeah, because, like, who you going to sell to? I mean, yeah. your job can be open, but, like, whoever your job functions yeah. to yeah. serve, if everybody is on an actual shutdown, then, like, hey, man, you know? So how does that affect your money, though? Like, that's the problem with well, that. When they're supposed to be doing this little stimulus, give you a nice little $1,000. $1,000. <laughs> Well, Come I think the the thousand dollars was supposed to be like the uh, immediate relief, and then apparently they were trying to get four thousand dollars to everybody who make underneath a hundred thousand, and a, a, a certain staggered approach. If I'm not mistaken, um, one of the bills that they were trying to get signed through Congress last night got signed, basically, so for companies to be like, all right, we'll pay our employees. Because some companies haven't mentioned if they're gonna pay their employees when this yeah. shit go down yet, because they're waiting for that paperwork and all that shit to get. Yeah. Processed mm. and so they can have something concrete. As soon as the money get figured out, everybody's shutting this shit down. Yeah. My my office is um private owned and so I know that that's why they have us doing this telehealth thing. It's like if if we don't work, we don't get paid, bottom line, because of the billing situation. So that's my concern in terms of if this is gonna shut down, like I'm like, dang, I left the hospital a little too soon. Although I kind of am glad I'm not there right now. But yeah, um, <clears throat> that's that's my main concern. If you shut this stuff completely down, and I don't get no money, some places got to stay open just for the public to keep they they wits about themselves. Yeah, because as soon as the bank closed and people feel, oh, I can't get my money, or shit is going over, like people gonna go fucking crazy. That's true. They gonna try to start looting and shit like that and. Because if they don't have access to their money, they're going to try to do weird shit. So some places got to stay open just for a peace of mind for public safety, in and, my opinion. And pay y'all to sit around and do nothing. Get coughed on. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Oh, my God. I had a patient come in yesterday. Full-blown pneumonia. Like, yeah, I got diagnosed yesterday. Why are you here? But she wanted her medication. No. And I'm like, you, you really could have just like called me and told me and I'd have throw you a bone for like two weeks or something at least. There's so many <laughs> this I, I worked in healthcare for, for a few years and there's so many alternate ways that you can get medication without ever having to step foot yeah. in well, an actual pharmacy like where the, the cannabis industry at? I thought that shit cured everything. <laughs> I, y'all niggas not smoking. Now we seeing the truth. Y'all ain't smoking this shit away yet. Uh, I am. Oh. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not sick. Out. This going to uh, get me to start smoking weed finally. Well here I am on my medical uh, soapbox, <laughs> a respiratory illness and smoking that doesn't mix. 
So edibles, <laughs> maybe, maybe edibles. I'll give you that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's some CBD. It's you want me to bring you some? I got some oh, edibles at the house. I'm sure some CBD what is something kind? can fix nah. anything. Uh, brownies, <laughs> rice krispie treats. I got a little CBD uh, oil too. I'm definitely afraid to eat edible. Have you had one before? Never. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> I don't different. even take regular medicine. Like, <laughs> fucking motion eight hundred. It's just a different type. Of, I'm gonna be <laughs> fucking strung out. Like, it's just a different type of high because you don't know when it's gonna hit you. You know what I'm and saying? And when like, it's gonna leave you? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's everlasting. I definitely took an edible like on a flight one time, and I was fried oh the whole my flight. God. Yeah, I don't know if I should be sharing this story. I remember Uh-oh. the first. <laughs> <laughs> no. I remember the first time. Oh, okay, no, the first time, um, my friend in Chicago gave me like this little chocolate or whatever it was before I got on my flight to come back. Yeah. So I ate it like on my way to the airport, and it was like a forty-five-minute ride or whatever. You ate the whole thing. I did, but oh, it was, man. <laughs> it wasn't that big. <laughs> That's what so, she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't Whoa. that big. But, she really but then, <laughs> Shut up. So it was so funny because I look back on the text messages and this fool, she took one too. So she just feeding into my messages. I literally was texting her like, Yo, I feel really light. Like, <laughs> I can't roll down the window because I might flow out and, like, was dead. Because you're on a plane. You're on a plane. No, this was in oh. the Uber. And My then God. I was like, I'm scared to get out of the car when I get to the airport. She's like, well, just hold on to your suitcase. Like, she's feeding into this whole I Think about it, dog. On a two-week quarantine, this is the best time for me to experiment with <laughs> drugs. You might as well. So I had... <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I got a friend of mine that makes edibles, and I remember he was having a sleepover with his daughter mm-hmm. and a bunch of her friends, and he made two sheets of weed brownies. So sometime in the middle of the night, the young ladies got up. Oh, my God. And, and they, ate them? they went to work. He said he had to keep them girls for like three days <laughs> to make sure that Whoa. the hot. He's like, I can't send them back home. You can't. And they, you, you know, they, they, they spice stuff off of weed. I just, you know, may take two weeks hey, how 14. Do you, and how do you explain that to yeah, a parent? How, yeah, how do you, a little, you don't. You don't. <laughs> a little shroom here. <laughs> you let them babies sleep that shit off and drink hella water. But like, how do you say I'm keeping your kids for three days? Like, oh, right. we just going to make a party a <laughs> Michael weekend. Michael Jackson. Y'all got, y'all, y'all got kids? <laughs> Oh my God! Y'all got kids? No. Nah. Oh, you, you, you gonna want to get rid of them? You gonna want to get rid of them? Like cool? You want if, them if I if I know they in a safe space with like in a good home? Well, I'm straight. And shit. Right. That's. A I mean, home. you know, I'm. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit happens. Sheets of weed brownies. Sheets of re- <laughs> weed brownies. Oh shit happens, man. Wait till you had kids. You ma- he had a TAC level about 90%. They was in there. Hey, man, this age, what do I have? Kid. Wait till you have if kids. If they come out twins, Plural. it's going to be yeah, one. No, nah, my nigga, you got to have at least two. You got to have at least two. I'm an only child, and I wish yeah, I had Yeah, you got to have at least two. I'm just talking shit. I mean, I'm, I ain't the one that got to push him out. Do you worry? Because I do worry about this, too, like about being old. With just stay kids. healthy, man. Nah. Stay, stay athletic. Stay I active. I, I think I'm going to be relatively fit and young forever. Okay. That's I mean, a but positive got, outlook. Yeah, but you got to, you know, I'm sure you're putting in the work now, though, right? Facts. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're sitting at the and crib then, you know, as, eating as, bonbons. As fathers, you know, we do that. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, I mean, you ain't doing it. Don't, it don't take long. But you got to get out there and hoop with your son or do, you know, do all this extra stuff. Like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> 
and then every, everybody's going to get the coronavirus, and our lungs are going to be at 80% capacity. Ain't no more sports. You ain't, you ain't got to get out there and hoop with them kids. <laughs> Why not? My mom used to ride bikes with me. She was on the softball team. Like, That's what's up. I enjoyed that. My mom was young when she had me, obviously, but... I enjoyed that, and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to be that agile. I mean, you can get out there and get active, but I tell my kids, I ain't got shit to prove to y'all. I live my fucking life. <laughs> no, I, would, I, would, I, would I live my fucking life. I would definitely give my kid buckets, though. <laughs> like, he got to know that your dad was the shit in everything oh, he ever did. You know I'm like, saying? nigga, my picture's still up at Chaos Tech. You better, <laughs> you better go down there and look at that shit. Oh, so, <laughs> so, let me ask you a question. You giving him buckets until he get to eye level, or are you giving him buckets? I'm giving him buckets until he, he think he can... Smell my cologne. <laughs> you gotta get then. Then you gotta give them them old man buckets with with elbows and you <laughs> know cheap shots. Cheap shots. Yeah. I mean, straight back down. Look, we we come from a different era. Where, like you had to earn your points yeah. in the paint. Oh yeah. So it's time oh, to. Lo- I have videos. Of it's time to learn, nephews. son. Oh, I have videos now of me and my nephews. They're like not even ten, and yeah, I'm, I'm swatting not, everything. Ain't we not? I don't up. play. I don't play that. Nah, shit. I don't talk no. to babies with the baby voice. I talk to them normal and shit. Nah, so you come to the paint. I'm swatting. And sure. I'm calling you trash on video. You don't, you don't take a light on that kids. weak shit out of here. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. everybody. <laughs> Standing over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm putting you on camera. It's on Facebook trending right now. Because that's how life is. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't, ain't no easy buckets. That's yeah. true. I Ask say I, I changed my perspective on that. Um, and I do think that that's why, as we've talked about before, like a lot of kids can't handle certain criticism or certain uh, Maybe soft. comments and things like that. But I know um, just this past Christmas, I was at my sister's house and she like just clowned my niece and I felt so bad, but she was like, no, we're not going to make her think she did something that was like popping. Like that was corny. I'm going to tell her it was corny. <laughs> the girl is seven. Like, <laughs> no, but as a parent, <laughs> that shit whack, yo. Literally though. Like, no, but I, that, that but I feel that way as a parent, like is, is half of my job to kill my child's stupid dreams. Oh. <laughs> because okay. if I don't kill it, the world will. So what is a stupid dream? Uh, so my oldest son is not very tall. He's like five nine. Mm-hmm. Like if he was to tell me, Dad, I think I can make it to the NBA, I'm be like, Nah, Nate nigga, Robinson. No, the fuck you can't. Mm-hmm. Nate Robinson. Yeah. Spud Webb. Spud Webb. Um, that you you naming four like two niggas out of NBA history. <laughs> no, son, it's not gonna happen. It's still possible. What's the little nigga used to play for Denver? He wasn't even that Earl cold. Boykins. Earl boy, Like, come on, fam. And also me being seven feet tall and bulletproof is still possible. With it, the, <laughs> chances, the chances are, are slim, my nigga. I'm not going to grow seven feet. You're not going to make it to the NBA. Now, no, you can you do. You can make it to the NBA right now at that height because the only thing niggas doing is shooting threes. The height eight is important because they don't play basketball. Okay, well, my nigga, you can't shoot threes neither. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, there's exceptions. Because you're not out there with them practicing with the threes. <laughs> No, nah, why he can't shoot three. What Folk. Dame is really saying is he didn't pass the gift of hooping. No, nah, nah, he wasn't blessed with the gift. Nah. He wasn't that, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't my strength. That yeah. wasn't my strength. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, just just in general, like, look, if you if you talking some unrealistic shit, like, listen, you know, I, I get it. We all got to have a goal and a dream to achieve. But like, you also need to be realistic about life, and certain shit just ain't gonna happen. It's not that you know. The, the universe don't always line up to give you what the fuck you want. And Indeed. that's that's just life. But let me ask you this. If he had been putting in the effort in since, like, a kid, would you be supporting him? Probably not. <laughs> what type of shit is that? Why would you not support what? Because, my nigga, you're not going to get this amazing growth spurt. You talking... Just just hear me out. Just to t- 
I think you. I think you Jay, wrong. Jay, I'm, I'm gonna hear you out. But Jay, I know just you're wrong. just hit, just hear me out. What this this maybe you talking about a, a job where there's only like 300 positions, and the people that are filling these positions are allegedly the best in the world. Mm-hmm. There's millions and there's Incredible. hundreds of thousands of niggas that hoop. Half these niggas don't make varsity. Out of the niggas that make varsity, <laughs> most of them ain't going to colleges. If they go to college, it's probably not going to be like a big university, not like a They're D1. Go, so just like the chances to, get slimmer and slimmer at every step. What you want your kid to do? What you want him to do? Don't say whatever you want him to do. What you want him to do? Be successful and happy. At what? Whatever the fuck you want to do, man. nigga want to play in the CBA. He can be okay, successful well, with that and well, happy. God bless it, but the chances <laughs> of that shit happening are going to be kind of slim, my nigga. That's all I'm okay, saying. Okay, so, so here's my thing. So support the dream, but also in... in, in, in What's the chances your kid support, get a four-year be scholarship? Be realistic. Like to, support the fact the that he wants to What's the chances that your kid get a, four, a four-year scholarship to Duke University? The chances of him shit slim as fuck. The chances of him getting a, you don't have to go to Duke, but you can still he can still like my oldest son is a scholar. Like he a three eight three nine student. He been that way since he started school. The chances of him getting an academic scholarship are very possible. Well, like he's going to go somewhere to college and, and somebody else going to pay for it. But what I'm saying, your chances to be a professional basketball player are endless because it's more than the NBA to play with. Jay. Just as if you want to pick, if you want, overseas. if your son want to go to Duke University. Tell him it's, it's slim as You fuck. tell me this shit after you have a child, my nigga. Like, <laughs> you. Give me child that. advice I after you got one. I hate that say. type of shit. <laughs> that shit ain't got nothing to do with being a parent. That's just logic and common sense, my nigga. If I had a kid or not, you can't tell me that. What's this? I Jay, you the same you. nigga that told me you just gonna keep your child fresh so he don't get teased in school. <laughs> that's a fact. That's though. not what well, I said. I said if I had an ugly kid, he gonna be fresh. Yeah, as but that's everybody. But that's a fact though. But because there was a lot of ugly people I know that was fly and popular. But I can you literally know how many uh how many scholarships are gonna be given out at any any university at any point in any year. I know how many academic scholarships are Look, gonna be you, out in the in the the science department or whatever. I can tell that nigga like low. It's a low possibility. I'm not gonna support you with that shit. If you think you can make it to the NBA, best of luck, son. <laughs> so, best of luck. So Aaron chimes in and says, "Support the dream, but the kid gotta put in real work, no matter what the obstacle is." That's Facts. that's that's in any facet of life. I mean, mm-hmm. but God bless it. If you want to make it to the support NBA, that man. That's not what he wants to do. So I mean, it's a moot conversation. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so what does he want to do? Uh, he wants to go to art college. Oh, yeah, he likes nice. it. He's, yeah, he's a t- he's a really talented artist. So, okay. you know, I'm hoping that it's a good one downtown. The uh, creative stuff. Yeah, yeah, CCS. He, yeah. We visited CCS about a few weeks ago. Me personally, just is on my you on my dad shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I, you I, get, what? I, you want on my dad shit. Uh, I want him to get the fuck out of Michigan. Yeah. I agree. Just, I agree with that too. I agree. I mean, I ain't saying you got to go across the damn country, but like see something else. Yeah. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the best time for you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think, and, and just to kind of take that lane now, I think that we have so many. Great schools here, but a lot of people don't take that opportunity to go live somewhere for at least a short span of time. Yeah. And usually that is your first and maybe only opportunity to, to broaden your horizons and to see different places. So it is unfortunate. I work with youth, both Jeff and I do work with youth, and I just hate to see kids just not even applying to out-of-state schools. It's like, come on. They just let that fear cripple Not even just applying. They don't even really apply themselves to see 
school outside. And, not, and I'm not saying like everyone has to go to college, but do something. Yeah. You can pick up a trade. You can, yeah, if you want to do robotics, if you want to build Legos, I just, that's a career now. Like mm. there's people on TV building Legos for a living. So mm. whatever it is that you want to do. Because college for, isn't for everybody no, by not. any stretch. It's not. It's you not. know, when I graduated high school, I, academically, I wasn't in any position to go to anybody's university. And I just know mentally I wasn't equipped to, you know, excel in college life because mm-hmm. I just wanted to like fuck around and have fun. Mm-hmm. For me, I went to Specs Howard straight out of high school. And that was like probably that shit probably saved my life because mm-hmm. like it was the perfect fit for me. I only went to school just a couple hours a day. I mm-hmm. could still work, still do what I needed to, but it gave me some type of direction and sense of mm-hmm. sense of some type of purpose. Did I know what I wanted to do at 17? Fuck no. But mm-hmm. like it yeah. was better than just sitting around a crib and playing PlayStation. What did you all take that. I went for a radio broadcast. Nice. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> I, I worked in the radio. I worked in radio for a few years, so I mean, it worked out. But like, I remember literally just being at the crib after I graduated. My old man came home, see me, see me on the bed playing PlayStation, and he, and he, having that. he gave me two options. He was like, "My man, you can get a full time job, <laughs> or you can go to school full time, or you can get the fuck out." Hey. That's how I was, so, and then I moved out the house. <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, so let me let me pause there. Like our culture, that's that's our culture. You know, once you get eighteen, you grown. Get out the house, go do your own thing. But no, honestly, why do you think that is though? I don't know. I think that's terrible advice. It is is is, is the worst advice ever. Why I don't understand how we think a child black people poor. I get that. No, literally, that's what it is. And like you are a financial burden so for all out. these eighteen years. Now yeah. you're an adult. And now you, and if you don't have a job, now you a financial board. It's some poor people shit. And not even like as a as a diss, but like the reason that we got that stigma is it's, because we just literally don't have that ability. I'm, I'm waiting for you to get out of here so that I can have some yeah. something to ease up. Because I'm not me. getting any more. It's not coming. No more is coming. I got what I got. So I need to get more of that back for myself because right. I've yeah. been giving it to you for 18 years. And I get that too. But just looking at other cultures, man, you will have two and three generations in a house. And when they leave that house, they'll go buy yes. their own house. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's crazy. No debt, debt free. You know, it's schools paid it for. Be, right? It's the way it should be. But I, I think, I think not even just the poor facet is also like throughout life, we're butting heads with each other for whatever. Probably because of we're miserable. Mm-hmm. Like so, parents are miserable, so they make their kids miserable, and we butt heads so much. It's like I'm not even that you're pushing me out. I want to leave. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to go and do my own thing. Like people are rushing. I know. I know when I my, when I first year when I went to school, um, it was people that was there that had no purpose. They were just yeah. there because it was a school that would accept them, and they wanted to get away from home. I mean, they didn't last too long, but they just legitimately wanted to get away from home. And if this is they my saw way, out. yeah, if this is my way to get away from home, I'm gonna take it. My parents was like, "Look, you can stay as long as you want. However, when you leave, you can't come back." Mm. I can so, respect that. Stay as long so as you're in the nest. Right. But like once decision. you leave. Now granted, if I would have fucked up and did some shit, they'd like, you back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like right. when I it wasn't until older that I realized that was yeah. the case. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I stayed as long as I needed to stay. And then when I was ready to go, I dipped. I left young though. I left home at like I just turned nineteen and I just felt like, you know, I didn't want to listen to nobody. Like I knew I didn't want to listen to nobody no more. And the only way I was gonna be able to live on my own live how I wanted to is that I had to get the fuck out. Not that my parents like necessarily like pushed me to the edge, but I then look at it like I had a good homie of mine. 
he lived with his grandmother. And we used to clown him that, you know, you living with your grandma staying in the basement. But her thing, she told him, I don't want you to leave this house until you save $40,000. It took him till he was 25. He saved 40 grand, bought his own house cash and, you know, been been flying ever since. But like grandma had a plan. We thought it was just. Uh, nigga, you li- you can't have you can't bring girls to that because she saw she saw a much bigger picture and she knew what it was different. gonna take. She saw life that makes yeah. a lot like, of sense. When you young, like you made fun of if you don't have your own automatic because yes, we do make we fun always of each other. looked at so much less than mm-hmm. so. Like, you out on your own struggling like fuck. <laughs> yeah, you be at the house hey, living me, high on the me, hall. Let me, let me so, take let me take two different two different uh, routes. So when you got to college or whatever or specs or whatever it is that you did. You know how in high school you had to pull up in something clean. Nobody had a job. It yeah. don't matter who's clean you was pulling up in, but you had to have the latest whatever, pull up in something clean. It had to be, you know, the nines, right? Yeah. When you got to college, as long as it had four wheels and a steering wheel, everybody was in it. It didn't right. matter what it was. It was like it's like a the parent paradigm shift. It's like everything changed. It don't matter what it was, but you had something. No one else had cars. We all over here eating ramen noodles on the school budget. You know, we trying to make it, but Somebody pull up in a bucket. It don't matter what it was. You was that guy, yeah. and it just shows how life how yeah. life goes. And until ways. it was party time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, like yeah. your best state. Every, everybody pull out. City. Everybody had their oh, yeah, 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 They yeah, had yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a it's a certain. Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah. it when it was time Man, to show back, out. Back people, then I had a Dodge Neon, and I drove that bitch till I blew the engine. I had a '97 Nissan Altima. Ooh. What a, I think <laughs> Until I it had. caught fire. 92 <laughs> oh. 275. 92 Escort LX. Called it the Great Lex. College out of 2003 Chevy Impala. Yeah. Yeah. But in that regard, like for me, my journey was a little bit different. But I, to what you were saying, Jeff, I I wanted to be out on my own. Like I was one of those people who went to college out of state. So that was my way to kind of be Where'd on you my go? own. I went to Hampton University. Okay. Um, the real HU is what they right. call it. That's right. Uh, but that's not what everybody's <laughs> It is the real HU. It's the better HU. But um, so I got away in that regard. But every summer I would come home. I would stay with my mom. When I graduated, my mom made the decision to move to Atlanta. And she did say, you know, do you want to come with me? But my whole mindset was, okay, I'm done with school. I can start this career. I just came back to Michigan. I don't want to go. So then I decided I'm going to stay and be on my own. Mm. And, yeah, it was it was kind of rough at times. Yeah. Like, granted, I had a good career, but, you know, we don't really know what we're doing. I was like 20, 21. I'm, I'm making good money, but it's still like, oh, I'm on my own now. I got I was like, I'm going to have cable because we didn't have cable, so I'm going to pay for that. Um I wanted to get a new car. I wanted to do all this different stuff, hanging out, partying. I want to be grown. Yeah, I want to be grown. So it was it was really a struggle, like on some check-to-check stuff when it really didn't have to be. So I, I think that was an excellent idea, what your friend's grandmother did. Yeah, I mean, look, looking back that. on it, I should have stayed, <laughs> stayed home longer. I left out of the crib with $500 to my name, and I said, come hella hot water, I'm going to make this shit work. I think I left home at 22 but I mean, we was ma- me we and was, Jay worked together, so I mean, we was making like we was making a great r- money, a ridiculous amount of money, and wasn't saving none of it. Though. Nah, yeah, man. like oh, I, please I save. Had, What's that? I had no, I had no <laughs> real responsibility besides a car note. So and rent, we can all. Probably, I wasn't even paying rent. I was living at home, my mom. We can pro- probably all attest to the fact that we, if you look back over the last, let's say, 10, 15 years, you've probably touched. Fifty to sixty thousand dollars, 
That shit more than that. Probably that more you, than that. <laughs> that, you, that when you, we was back at Comcast, nigga, I, was, I mean, we so let's say a hundred thousand dollars that you we easy. we've blown one hundred percent the most on Eviso jeans. I had ninety five pair of jeans in my. In my <laughs> <laughs> we would so would go, we, we would go we hang out every Friday, Saturday. <laughs> Friday night and Saturday night and sometimes Sunday. Like Jay, we was just blowing money. Jay can attest for this. When we worked Go, at Comcast I, together, we were making salary plus commission. Y'all was installers? No, no. Oh, we were sales. Oh, yeah, y'all, so like y'all, a light really, a light commission check might be like four grand. And, and that's I, that's like on a bad month. Facts. And then I would take I wouldn't get no taxes take out of my check, so I get the whole thing. You know how, what I'm saying? How are you doing that? Lying. I put <laughs> I put zero exemption. Like I just Lying. did. So you still running. <laughs> well, no, I mean <laughs> Because we was, because the, the 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 money was coming so fast, so to speak. Like, all right, well, at the end of the year, I'll pay it back. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. I'll take a L, but I'm and able to, be to get. Honest, I, I, they say you either it's a break even or just pay it back because you'll probably pay back way less than they take. Facts. Yeah. So like, shit, if I can get four thousand dollars uh in one check, you know what mm, I'm saying? Like, mm, fuck it, we mm, bother. Mm. I'm living. At, I'm 22 <laughs> years old, living at home. My mama not doing oh, it. Yeah, you oh, you was having mama. a good time. Please tell me you took some trips with that. Trips. <laughs> <laughs> you bought some Ibiza. Trips to the Red Roof. Trips to Mount Jefferson. Listen, listen. Oh this trip God. was on Belle Isle. Oh you know it. Okay. With drinks and some rums My trip was at the Speedway on Jefferson. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, yes. We took a lot of trips to Northland. <laughs> yes. Mr. Allen's. Puffer Reds. That's where I was taking my trips to. Yeah. City Man. But what's so funny is. Four men. Absolutely. Now, as an adult and looking back, Around 2008, when the the crisis and everything happened, at that point, making all this money, I should have been purchasing homes oh my and God. investing. I know, but I was just I was young. I didn't that was know right anybody. Right? I was living check to check. I didn't even know about <laughs> working for a Fortune five or Fortune fifty company. Like I wasn't invested in four hundred one k. I didn't know all that shit when I was younger. It wasn't until later that I got hip to the game. I'm like, oh shit, I, I'm doing this shit the wrong way. Yeah, we missed the wave. Like you know, our our, our parents miss. Like investing into like the big three when they had the crash and they had the opportunity to do that. Like yeah. those that could did, but those that couldn't or wanted to or or could and had the money, they didn't know no don't know any better. Our way was and when I sit back and realize it, and I didn't really didn't have any money. No, I did. I was doing a lot of gambling. But um <laughs> um when Google, Facebook, mm, all man. that hit. Oh my God. Listen. Oh my I swear God. To God. <laughs> that this, makes me want to cry. This the honest to God truth, dog. That, we missed our way. I went to a little school on the west side called Dixon. It was mm-hmm. like a K through eight and shit, right? Um, like in the sixth, the fifth or sixth grade, some people came to our school. Some white motherfuckers came out there, and it was you know the teachers brought me in. They were talking like, "Take these papers home to your parents." They were talking about some computer shit or who know who Probably knows Apple. what the fuck they mm, was talking about right. and shit. So. As I was leaving, when I was moving out the house around 22, I'm going through old paperwork. I look at, nigga, it was Yahoo came to our, our school. Damn. So before, because before Google, it was just, yeah, yeah, Yahoo, Yahoo was, was everywhere. AOL, Yahoo. And they, I found all the paperwork that they told me to take home to my parents mm. um, and show them. Now, granted, early 90s, where they would have known to invest yeah. or uh, some stock, I don't know. But the fact that. A little ass school on retirement, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Had that opportunity. Yahoo came there. Had and was that like, opportunity. Take this information to your parents and show them about it. Aaron says, "Failed. Uh, the, the, <laughs> we were never taught to invest, though, and we and we weren't. Um, but and and it's sad though, and it's it's like, you know, our parents missed the boat with the big three and investing in that. And you would think that 
at some point the the page has to turn. We have to start thinking differently. Like Thanks. at yeah. some point we have to start figuring out how as a culture to create generational wealth. Like how it, right now it's, you know, the real estate market is, is if you can get into it, get into it. And to yeah. be honest, if you got some money, start investing it into this because everything's going down. I think the problem with that, though, is I had the look credit aspect. Hmm? The credit aspect is what's going to hold a lot of people up. And again, getting homes. Mm hmm. Facts. Um, we we do have a history. Well, some of us have a history in, in our culture and, you know, spending more credit than we have cash. Yeah. And we have to, you know, learn how to figure that out, too. But there's ways to, to fix your credit. You just have to stop spending stuff that you don't have. Well, so and it starts with smart spending habits. Yeah. And that's what, what a lot of us, unfortunately, don't learn. Because our parents, they given us the best information they, they had, had. Mm-hmm. with what they was growing up with. It's really up to us. Like we have to be the ones to time, yeah, yeah. yeah, to to kind of shift things left. Okay, now I didn't have my fun. I didn't blew a lot of money, but now I see Ooh. the future a little bit differently. I got kids. I got to, you know, provide for their life, and I don't want my kids to start, you know, already behind mm-hmm. behind where they could be. So yeah. I mean, I make saving. You know, talking about financial literacy, talking about credit. Like that's these are like dinner conversations mm-hmm. because like you fuck your credit up, it's gonna be hard to get anything, anything. in life. Now, if you got good credit, you can they'll walk give in, you whatever the fuck out. you want. Yeah, yeah. signing absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, at one point in time, I've talked about it on our podcast, but like a few years ago, I bought a half million dollar house, no money down. Mm. I mean, I did a no documentation loan, which they don't really do anymore. <laughs> this is before 08. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no money down. And I bought a half million dollar house and I lived there for like almost two years, you know, just just based on my credit. Now, mm-hmm. looking yeah. back on it, you I see. You the half of that story? <laughs> I, 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 like, I, I feel like it's more to that. Oh, the bubble burst. <laughs> but, uh, the, the bubble burst and it was all. Awesome. news came in. Yeah, I was. <laughs> me and some buddies of mine was also on problem solvers. Like there was. Oh. There was some shit that came behind behind the house, but nigga can't take it away from me. I lived there. <laughs> like it was you my house. Drag me out. Yeah, it was my house. Uh, I mean, so, they, they had to pay me to give them the keys. Back. Hey, Dave, you're a real celebrity. Like not many people have been on problem solvers. Like that. That's it, that's so. So let me, I, I just give a little little real brief thing because my. <laughs> My homeboy is locked up behind this shit. Oh, he, oh my god! He got sixteen years behind the whole. Dang. We was we was dealing with uh, allegedly there was a Ponzi scheme that was at the at the center of all of this. But one day we were coming out of lunch. Uh, I don't know if you remember the restaurant Champs. They used to have Absolutely. one out in, yeah. out in West Bloomfield. We mm-hmm. coming out of lunch one day and we see cameras rolling up, and I was like, "Damn, what what the fuck is going on there?" It's problem solvers. <laughs> Right in our fucking face. For y'all. Here for y'all. Yeah, they was there for my boy, but like we all there together. Yeah. yeah. So like my face was on the commercial. Oh my god. So when they start airing the commercial, you talk like my phone was just buzzing all day long. So I was just trying to avoid it. But like at my mother, she's passed on, but like at the time, my mom called me. And you know, it's a lot of calls you can avoid. You, can, you gotta but, pick that up. But when you get that voicemail, my mom got the she left a voicemail. She said, I saw you on TV. I need <laughs> you to call me when you get this. And she was real calm too. I know what she saw me on. She saw me on problems. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, yeah that was my house. Call, that's not a call I want to get like I saw you on yeah, TV. Nah. <laughs> I knew where she saw me at because yeah, my phone had been ringing all day like long. That's the one call you got to answer. I'm going yeah. to explain what's going on. But what's so crazy about like we talking about the generational wealth and like uh, our poor spending and things of that nature and getting our credit and shit together. Really, the, the, the conversation really it just really got to be switched to focus. Because black folks, we've been poor for a long time, but whatever we focus on, we always come up with the money for it. Absolutely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. matter what it is, like at the end of the month, you make $6 an hour, but you got to come up with 2500 for insert thing here. Somehow we come up with the money. That's true. So if we got to come up with the money to pay off all our bad debt to make our credit score go from 450 to 620 in a, in a month and a half or two months, like if we switch the focus... And all right, the goal is to come out with this amount of money. We can, you can do it. But I think the biggest thing is that we, is, um, the term FOMO, yeah. fear of missing out. Like we don't want to Absolutely. miss out on life. Like we don't yeah. like it's, it's steady moving, steady progressing. This party, this event, yeah. that podcast, that show, that's this. Like if we could, like you said, take the focus and the discipline and and quarantine ourselves for a couple of months and don't do nothing else. But just focus on, let me start tearing down these bills. Let me focus on the, the smallest one first, the smallest debt I have, which is probably like $300. And it's killing your credit report because it's been on there for it's been on there for 60 to 80 months or whatever the case may be. And if people just understood the credit report mm-hmm. and the, the three different the three major factors to make it up, mm-hmm. man, I made my, my credit score jumped up 100 points just by moving some shit around. Like, I didn't do nothing extra, just moved some shit around, took some, oh, I'm going to borrow some money from here and pay this off. Like, I still owe the same amount of money, but I just switched shit around. Yeah. I did that before. Oh, I, you paid off this? Oh, because you paid off this, this gets a five-point increase. This gets yeah. a five-point increase. Oh, shit, we're going to give you, we're going to extend your credit line. Oh, this give you, a, like, yeah. just moving some things around. I borrowed from my 401k to pay off a couple of credit cards, and it jumped 70 points. Yeah. Like in a in a short and I'm paying of time. myself back on my check and then <laughs> so, so like you take so you take out an unsecured loan or whatever right uh, they give it to you or whatever you pay off all these these credit cards and now that your utilization has went down mm-hmm. now your credit score jump up and mm-hmm. then you go to a different credit union and take out a loan at a smaller interest rate mm-hmm. and then pay back the other loan that you just did. And you get another little, like it's this little shit that you can that move, you can maneuver around. Rob Peter to pay Paul, but you got to do it the correct way. Though. But even though when you was talking about, it, sometimes you got to, you just got to step back and take that L from yeah, everything else. Do. When I got divorced and me and my ex-wife had separated, like I was like almost forty grand in debt, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know, like I was letting that debt just consume me. Mm-hmm. But I literally, like I had no choice but to kind of like rebuild my life. She was gone. I didn't have her help and assistance. You know, I I needed I, I needed another car. I needed a uh, what'd you say? No, I was like it was a lot of viewers in here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I needed another oh, car. I on, needed on your stream, not ours. <laughs> I should have connected it, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah you should have. But I <laughs> I didn't think about it. Too. I should have like asked to join and shit. Yeah, it's but I but I need but I needed other things in life. And until I took that step back and was like, all right, I'm gonna have to drive this old ass minivan until I get <laughs> off of my knuckles and yeah. I can get what I want. And I mean, it, it took some time. I'm still, you know, I still got a couple hurdles left, but I mean, for the most part I'm out the woods, but I had to take that L and take that step back in order to get where I needed and where I wanted to be. Mm. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's, it's really hard. Like um, I've tried to do it a couple of times and failed miserably because it was a trip I needed to take or the homies called like, Hey, we here or, 
whatever the case may be. But that as an adult, you really and especially because I, I want to have a family at some point, and you these are the things that you have to. It, while you can, while it's just you, like we had Ron Dance on here uh, last week, and yeah. he was just talking about how when it was just him, he was out here young, dumb, and free. But now that it's not him, it's somebody else that depends on him. You have to move different. Yes. So now while it's just me, I need to be able to get this together. So once I have a family, I'm able to move different. Going into that type of situation with 30000 I mean, School debt is going to be that, but like credit card yeah, y'all, debt. Y'all speaking child's play with this but, debt y'all got. But <laughs> school, school debt is school, I got two school, degrees. That's I'm a lot so of debt. angry with these school debt <laughs> yeah. people right school, now. School debt is going to be. School debt Twitter is getting on my fucking nerves. Yeah, but I, it I, is, I, I'll relax. It is what it is, but like credit card debt, like that's some, that's something that you can actually take care of. And to be honest, that's really what's consuming most people's credit. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's credit card. That's what was killing me. It was yeah. mostly credit cards. Because we started living off of it. It's, it's like you, it's the concept. Like we'll walk we'll walk through the mall and we'll see something or somebody will say let's do something. We're like, you know what? I'll just put it on the card and I'll pay for it. Then when it, comes for to, it later. when it comes yeah. time to pay for it, something oh. else came up Now I got to use this money. Well, so they only want $30 this uh, month. So I just give them $30. Yeah. And then next month, ah, I just got 30. And well, then, I just take my taxes and then pay it off when I get I'm just my pay taxes. I get my taxes. Then something else happens when you get your taxes. Either you get into, you blow a, a, transmission you get into an accident, something. Now you got to drop this money. Like, I remember a situation when I was um, I was in college and I had to get a loan because I was like, you know what? I'm getting tired of working and going to school. Like, it's, it's, I'm failing some classes. Like, this is getting too much. So I took out a personal loan for about 10 grand to keep me for the next two years so I can just be done with school. As soon as I got that check and put it in my account, two days later, I got started burning it. (laughs) Nope. Got into an accident. Damn. My car, I didn't have insurance, unfortunately, at the time. It it cost seven grand to repair my car. I was back to work. Jesus. And I got this loan over here. I got to pay off. For 10 grand. For 10 grand. I was back to work. I was... It was just like, it almost defeated me for a minute. I almost like dropped out of school. Like, what, what am I doing? What is the point? Because I'm I'm trying, I'm making steps. And this was like a risky step to put myself ahead of the curve so I can just focus on school. And I do this and I get into an accident. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even my fault. Somebody made a left-hand turn from the right lane on a one-way street. Niggas. Niggas. <laughs> Niggas. Every time. Every time you ahead of the game. And it was just, it, it's crazy. So, you know, you just got to, we got to, like you said, when you get to a point where you can take a step back, like you said, and figure it out and prepare for those uh, major moments in life, we can, we, can, we can really break this cycle of not having generational wealth. Yeah. I know I'm like, I'm really bad with that. And that's something I acknowledge and I'm trying to work on. But I am one of those people, like, I have a hard time saving if I don't have a finish line in front of me. So if you're just telling me, like, just save to save, I'm like, um, okay, but this came up, and this is what I need to do. And, oh, yeah, I could do this with this. But if I know there's, like, a deadline, then I can do it. I can find, like you said, you can find this money. I can pull it out of the air. But I have to have that goal I can see in front of me. You gotta create to some. Them. You gotta create some mini uh, goals for yourself, or yeah. like oh, if shit. we if we save like how we save up for these trips, you know Jamaica coming up in six months. Yeah, and I, I gotta pay thing. for it down. You I gotta going, pay it down. <laughs> you ain't going outside. You you done missed a couple of hair appointments because you know you're going to Jamaica <laughs> in July. Yeah. you know you're going. Man, set up a distribution with your with your banking institution so that money as soon as your direct deposit comes. 
it goes to whatever sub account you got, it so you never see it. I can't it. access. Yeah, you know they shut down my savings because I kept moving money back and forth so much. Or uh, I know a lot of some people will set up a um, a bank account with a savings account and have no card for. Excuse me, have no card for it. Mm. So and when they transfer, when you they can't transfer pay money. Either. You can't pair it online. If you pair it online, you get and so like it. in order to get money from it, you got to go to the bank. down the there bank. Monday through Friday between eight to five. Stand in line with the common yeah. folk. So like <laughs> transfer that shit over there. The bank's so, bank. The common folk. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you have to put it in a situation where you can't touch it because I've done that before. You know what actually has worked for me um, because you forget about it is the old school put it under the mattress. Not literally, but put mm. it somewhere, you know, in the house or whatever. You forget about that because i got a couple of dollars put away and i know me personally I'm i got three yeah. I, do, I do what you do i got three accounts one for paying bills one yeah, is like know. my fuck around money and then one account like i, got I just car. look at it every couple months i'm like damn <laughs> like that, it's doing better than i thought yeah <laughs> like i got a card that i uh i send money to it's like if i'm buying some food or i'm just like this is my food and gas card mm. like so we just that's all mm. i'm bullshitting yeah. around I give myself an allowance. Like, all right. Yeah, I've separated um, my accounts. Like, you have, you know, savings. <laughs> you'll have rent. You'll have, like, I have a bills account where. Yeah. And, and this actually helped me because you know how you have automatic withdrawals and things of that nature. If you swipe that card for anything else and something is delayed on coming out, oh, baby. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you set up this account because you have the online stuff where you pay bills or whatever. So, I have an account for that. Account account just for gas. Like you talking about living wild robbing all of y'all with this money in the house. Just so you talking know. about living wild. People that have automatic oh, come on, payments. Man, come on it's through. It's dangerous baby. coming through yeah. my house. <laughs> come on through, I'll baby. Let you know it's a dangerous, <laughs> it's a dangerous undertaking. CP, you, my, you my man's baby, but come through. Come through. Dangerous undertaking. No, but go ahead. Dad. No, I was saying like people that set up automatic payments, like them, them niggas. Like I envy them. That, that's crazy living to me. Because they living on the edge. Cable is automatic, and I think my car note. My, must not have Comcast because that bill will change up every month. My <laughs> car note is automatic. That's Comcast. Oh well. My car note automatic, and my car insurance is automatic. Not my car insurance. The only thing is I, I, I have is automatic is my car insurance. <laughs> I don't do anything else automatic because I, I just don't know when it's gonna be in there. So I'll have one thing. All the all the business shit is automatic. I live dangerously account. with that car insurance, but, but yeah, <laughs> no, nope. the business stuff like the the domain and all that stuff. I have that on my calendar to let me know two days before it comes out. Yeah, I, I still get the alerts. Yeah, so I'll I'll know before it's about to hit, so I can make sure it's in there because you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to go bad on the business, though. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> I work in banking, and I talk to the people it, it go bad for. When it goes bad for somebody, they call and, 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 and express their concerns. So I, <laughs> I, I worked in banking for about, well, I still work in banking, but in that type of banking um, for about seven months. And you, man, listen, when stuff go wrong, people got everyone to blame. I'll tell you why I stopped caring about the, 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 the FOMO and everything, right? Mm -hmm. One, starting a podcast. Um, we, me and Dane, we record on Friday nights. So we've been going at this shit for like four years and I gave up my Friday night every night for me every year for four years. And I noticed I'm still me, you know what I'm saying? And having the studio open and not having as much free time to just to be around and do different shit. Save more money. Um, definitely do that. Yeah. But like events I don't make it to, like I just be okay. Right. Cause I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go. And then working at the working at the bank, and uh, or working at a financial institution, 
uh, I be coming across people's accounts sometimes. And like, yeah. I know like yeah. what regular people go through mm-hmm. versus what they show on social media, oh, right? Baby. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. shit is a game. It's a facade. It's yes. like your favorite persons. You got $68 in your account. They don't man. be having it. And they'll be, mm-hmm. and they will fucking yell at me and argue with me over a $4 fee or some shit like mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's a totally different world from the real life mm-hmm. to what you see on so and then once you realize oh, that this shit is really fake and don't none of this actually matter yeah. uh you have a loved one that may go through something um or, or, or get locked up when you just see how you remove this particular person from society and the whole world just kept the fuck going mm-hmm. without you yeah. like you got to get you got to get replaced i'm like so if i ain't here the world gonna go on and if you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck with me. Yeah. But it is what it is. But I think you make a good point. It's just a lot of people just living a lie just just for the it's pictures. For yeah. Just for, for the pictures. Think back. Think back. So when did Instagram come out? Five years ago, something like that? It's been longer than that. Been longer than that. But it got popping, popping like around All right. so five or six. How happy were you before people started taking pictures of their food? I was you doing, just enjoyed dinner. Before, listen, Instagram <laughs> been on for a good 10 years. I remember. Yes. Okay, like, so let's take it back to already before social media and Facebook has been yeah, the way it was. It has been out there. Life was, was much more simpler. You had more conversations. You could cheat in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Life... <laughs> People had more conversations, more human interactions. Kids were outside more. Um, the world wasn't as sensitive as it is now. Like, yeah. you can't say, do, think, or believe anything without somebody being offended. Like, right. social media is an amazing place because it's put different things to different people on platforms that they never would have had an ability to get on without it. But it's also a dangerous place to roam. It is. It's giving a voice to people that should not have a voice. Have <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah. Every, like you say, everybody has an opinion. But like, I just think literally like 10, 15 years ago, you could take a young lady out on a date and it's just y'all two. I don't need to. Sh- she don't need to share it with her homegirls. It doesn't need to be live. You don't have to post a picture of it for the fuck of it. She it's shared. This wasn't no pictures. Yeah, <laughs> she definitely yeah. had a conversation. That's fine. She just had to describe you, but now <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, this him. I seen Dame at the bar, <laughs> and it's. I went to a birthday party, and so I'm chilling. You know, I kind of got there a little earlier than uh, I well. T- I come late, but it was. I guess still early because nobody was there yet. So we go into the little section. I greet the birthday girl, whatever. Her friends over there, they chilling, they cool. All right, it's cool. So we chilling, everybody chilling. And then um, nothing's going on. So just like everybody else, I jump on my phone. So I get to scrolling, right? So a couple of her friends I know, so I'm following them. And I'm looking at the videos they're posting. I'm like, this must be old. And I say, it seemed, I seen it said three minutes ago. Now look up again, like what? <laughs> look at the what part are y'all at? <laughs> Listen, dang this this video because the music was black was was banging in the background and they were just so hype in this video. You'd have thought it Rick was- Ross or somebody walked in, and I turned around and looked. There was ten people in the club. <laughs> from that moment, it's, I all, re- it's all for the gram. From it's all moment, for the gram. I realized like. This is this is terrible. Like this is what life has come to. People have to manifest things that don't mean nothing for one, just for mm. for likes or for me to make you feel that I'm doing something you're not. 
you know, it's, it was, I got a good friend of mine. She's a personal shopper for Nordstrom's. And, okay. she, and she was just telling me, she gave me a name of, you know, a local rapper that people know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, he comes in every week, buys, you know, an outfit for whatever club, whatever appearance. And she says, the next day, he brings it he's back. bringing that shit back. He's <laughs> recycling the same five six hundred dollars every my, fucking week one of my uh homeboys in my close circle he worked down um at Saks, and he he takes care of all the the high profile celebrities and everything like that mm-hmm. but it's the same thing and he sent me a picture like sneaker just returned this shit like mm. every single fucking time I and i'd be saying turn it after you've worn it if you know, tag's still on it, and it, it ain't like dirty, some of these. Com- some of these, I'm sure it smells like Nordstrom's <laughs> and like like they got this thing where we gonna take it back because they customer service is just mm-hmm. so yeah, that high. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they'll take it back, but now they sometimes if they like nigga, I got you on a gram with this shit. Right? Like, you, I know you. Gonna, you, you gonna, we gonna have to do a restocking fee or something? Yeah. But yeah. like, it's, not, it's the not, restocking fee is cheaper than keeping it. Facts. That's true, like, I'm the, sure. let's say they charge you fifty bucks. It was worth the look for 50 bucks to this yeah, particular person. You rented an outfit. Yeah. But you know what? Another thing that's happening is that the, the fakes are, are getting very good. And a What's lot of, fake now? I mean like name brand stuff. When I say fake, meaning yeah. that you didn't purchase it from I get it. the store, store that for sure. makes and or like, sell it. Back in the day when you had some fakes, like that you shit knew. was like you yeah. knew. super now, fake. Now? Now when like these niggas over there just... Oh, Nike finished making them, so I'm gonna yeah. put the same shit yeah. here again. I'm gonna tell you, I I was in, I went to Thailand in November, and literally like the strip. I mean, they got YSL, they got Fendi, yeah. they got Gucci, they got Chanel, everything, and it looks good. I was like, low key tempted, but it it looks good. Like, so you didn't bring back no YSL? I did not because I felt bad. <laughs> if anybody sees but you, if I go back, YSL bag, I ain't gonna hold you up. You know now I'm is. like, oh, everybody out here being what's fake, that? Uh, <laughs> I forget the, the the documentary company. They do a whole bunch of HBO shit, but they did one about the the, the resale market over mm-hmm. there or whatever. And like when to your point, like when you walk down the street, like it's literally everybody got their shit outside. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? And it's literally and it's a it's a it's a dirty game over there because mm-hmm. they really it's remember the wholesale district in, in New York? Yeah. 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 But like now over there and so it's dirt cheap. It's I not mean, like dirt cheap. And their whole thing is it has to be an exact replica mm-hmm. of it because yeah, they now their their rating online matters. Because mm-hmm. someone goes in there and say, "Hey, the stitching on this is off," then that hurts their brand. Mm-hmm. It hurts their yeah. little online store. So they do it like a one hundred percent legit for some legit them, match. Some of from them, the same shit over there. Some yeah. of them have actually gotten to a point where, like you said, Nike, right? So Nike or YSL or whatever, the factory that it's actually being made yes. in. They'll go there, pay an upcharge to get it still made off the same print. 100%. It just doesn't have it's whatever just, final thing. So what they refer to those as, so now you got like fakes, you got replicas, mm-hmm. and you got unauthorized. Unauthorized. Mm-hmm. The unauthorized mm-hmm. is is it the company who made these for Nike, once y'all run was over, we kept making them yep. and we sold them. And we sold them all. Mm-hmm. The replica is a company who goes out there. Try to figure it out. Go buy the same materials and we I'll put them together out. myself. But now they got, and then you got fakes who just, just are a low quality, mm-hmm. right? But now the unauthorized is, no, nigga, this is it. it yeah. So it when you be looking your at your, your resellers, when that when that shit drop and they have 60 pair of the new shoe. How you think they got And it? they be like, oh, no, these is authentic. 
They kind of are. Yeah, they had. But they kind of the not. Market in yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, yeah. But so come, many niggas want them, they don't yeah, get no fun. And care. then it's like, well, now it becomes a thing of like, why you want this shoe? Because if you want this shoe because you think it look good and you like the quality of it, if it still looks good and it got the exact same quality, you want to buy it? Or is this something different where, like, I'm buying this because it, I, this particular status symbol and I yeah. make so much money mm-hmm. that I got this shoe and you can't get it? It, it goes into something else. Because, like, if I like a Jordan 11 Concord, I want a Jordan 11 Concord. Like, yeah. And so if I find it, I'm gonna get it. And if I can't believe a nigga wore that, but it's the same. Like it's so it's <laughs> it so the same. It's so hard no, it to is judge. The same. Like now. what he's yeah. saying is fact. Like if so when Nike stops their production, I, I order a hundred thousand pair, and then that's their order. The factory still has everything, the mold, yeah. the everything, and now they're going to. We're not gonna waste this material. We're not gonna yeah. waste this stuff. We're gonna now find somebody else. And we're going to sell it at a much discounted rate, and we're going to get it up out here. Yeah. And it's the same thing. So, and then and, that, and that's it's another thing. You that, can't do it with shoes, but you can do it with drugs. <laughs> you go to CVS and buy the knockoff version of insert whatever drug this oh, yeah, is. Oh, no one has a problem. Ask, oh, like, people no. asking for the generic. Hell yeah, yeah. They you want the generic? Yeah. You oh, would literally man, take what? a generic drug, but not the, oh, ge- the quote unquote generic shoe. Oh, man, listen, yeah. I don't care what I put in my body, but I do. <laughs> I do care that these Yeezys yeah. is authentic as these, fuck. These Yeezys had to come out the store. Out of, out of, we want, out the, of the, white, like we want the white man's approval for these shoes before oh, right. I put these bitches Jeez. on my but, feet. Christ. But when I go to, to the CVS, uh, is it generic got, available? You right. got the Kroger version of Frosted? <laughs> Flaky Frosted? Oh, my God. <laughs> Nigga, we got that Meyer well, brand I of Frosted t- Flakes. I turn my nose up at the Meyer brand Frosted Flakes. <laughs> you, you, I want the Loop Fruits. Oh, the Loop Fruits. <laughs> <laughs> What is fruit, fruit rings. Fruit, yeah. Ring. Yeah. Fruit, yeah. Ring. Yeah. fruit rings, fruit circles. Frosted flakes with a, uh, a C instead of a K in there and shit. Like, what? And taste the same. Facts. Yeah. They do. Hey, listen. That, Kro- that great value brand hey, shit Chris, that you get at Walmart. Hey, listen, Kroger's private selection? You better ask somebody. <laughs> I used to be. It's so just any wild though. My, my mom made somebody. me grow up on Aldi, and I hated it. But I understand that, that food from Aldi is not that, that Aldi cereal ain't bad at all. It's a I understand now. I had to laugh when I shopped there one day. I texted her like, "Yeah, guess where I'm at." I hated a, it when I was younger. It's a programming that we got. It though. is. It is. I'm not gonna lie. Like, because it's almost like like you you're said, lying to yourself. It takes you back to how you were raised. Like a lot of the things that we do, we do because that what we that's what we were raised on. Like certain brands. Like when you go to cook. You cook from the way you saw your mom, grandmother, whatever cook, and whatever brands they bought, that's what you believe you have to buy to make this taste the same way. Mm. Yeah. Obesity, not hereditary, is cultural. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I truly believe that. And I've been going to some seminars, some medical seminars about that. But I do believe that that has a huge effect on it. like, well, my mama was this, and my uncle was this, my dad was this. Like, yeah. no. Your mama was fat, black, and over fucking weight. <laughs> That's what your mama was. I'm not talking about your mama. I'm not talking about your mama. What I'm saying is the general mama. Yeah. (laughs) Big mama had wings up under them arms. Oh, Lord. Everybody had a big mama. Because of how many times you used to eat in a day, how she cooked that food, how you you were taught to cook, and now this is the way you eat. And that cast iron skillet that never got washed. Yeah, like, so this how mama cook it. This how mama cook it. We ate X amount of meals a day. I'm going to eat X amount of meals a day. And Mm -hmm. And now you look exactly like... Mama and all your aunties because you know, y'all eat the exact same way. You know, like the plate that we have, 
we know we're supposed to only eat in that inner circle of the plate. Absolutely. Everybody's <laughs> plate before. How high? How high? She and that's every meal. Like we're only supposed to. That's the like. Says the cons- who? Give me a bigger plate, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get all the macaroni and cheese in this motherfucker. That shit about to be hanging off. The, <laughs> that shit gonna be. <laughs> I'm getting two plates. I, you know, especially for the piece like my meat and my size can't touch. Oh my god! I hate them type of people. <laughs> I, I knock your whole fucking plate on the floor. <laughs> it's all gonna touch when it hits your stomach. <laughs> it's gonna touch at the at the end when you start to the, the taste. The, the they don't fuse together the same. No, I'm not one of those people. Um, breaking <laughs> news: uh, Michigan is. The t- in the top 10 of infected for coronavirus. Oh, good grief. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's circle back to this. So, yeah, as um, we come to a close. Yeah, as we come to a close, and we still got to do um, health for the culture. Mm. Did you have one today? I do. Okay. I, always, I told you, I, stop I, coming I, for me. I, I am always I prepared. Just, just ask the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fall back. But did you all hear, uh, what, is the Chief Craig? That's his name. I don't be following what his name is. but Police Nick? Yeah. Oh. Y'all heard what he did on Facebook Live? I did not. So he went on Facebook Live and he basically said in effort to protect the police officers, they're not going to respond to minor misdemeanors. So what is a minor misdemeanor? He said, I think he said anything that's not like domestic or sexual related. Then like if it's that, then of course if it's like weapons or, you know, anything like that. So a nigga breaking into my house can just come and get it. (laughs) Probably not your house because you're probably there. But your car and like little robberies at night, like I don't think that's something that should have been put out to the public. Absolutely not. I've been going around yeah. uh, the country. Um, some people in Philadelphia got in trouble for saying that shit. One of the um, news broadcasters had to to pull that back. But in yeah, Philly, man. it was like an IOU situation. Like we'll issue a warrant and come back for you later. <laughs> but like, but like, let's probably. Go, but let, if we want to keep it real, though, like especially in the city of Detroit, like these regular people, mm-hmm. you went to school with some of these people, yeah. I mean, right, and like. They got families, and I'm not trying to run up on some nigga who's sick and sniffling. Yeah. And, and if ain't nobody in danger, hey man, fuck them shoes. <laughs> File a claim with your credit card. I don't know. Like fuck them shoes. I'm 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 sorry that he took them shoes from you. Did he punch you? Are you hurt? Well, we ain't coming, goddamn it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I get that too, yeah. but I think that just gives you, know, like you a, don't say that out loud. It gives yeah. a green light to people yeah. to be like, oh, well, let me see what I can get away with. Which is uh, why. Well, you you should try me. You should try me. Because <laughs> then I'm going to be making a different call. Come pick up this dead ass oh body my off my lawn. Last Wednesday, <laughs> the, right after the. No, was that Tuesday? No, on Tuesday night, we voted on Tuesday, right? Yeah. yeah. So on Tuesday, as soon as the post closed, and there was like two people in Michigan have it, went on my favorite website. Bought some things for my my firearms and, wow. and started ordering, and they came in on Friday because niggas are crazy, and I don't trust them. I'm more worried about people than yeah. I'm worried about the virus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because when you know when when chaos starts to invoke and people get worried or get scared, they gonna start looking to the people next to them. And if I ain't got it and you got it, I'm I'm coming to you to get it. Yeah, yeah. So and, and I look at it even not to cut you off, Jay, even on a much smaller scale. Cause say they do quarantine us, let's say for 14 days. A lot of people just ain't fo- just don't have it Mm-mm. to put 14 days no. worth of food in their house they for them and their entire family to eat three, even two square meals a day. You're right. And when you got two, three kids in the house, five, and some, six, seven, ain't no juice, ain't no cereal, mm-hmm. and them babies hungry and getting on your nerves, and you ain't got no other way to get it. Mm-hmm. Like you say, they gonna be looking at well. I seen him walk in with some groceries a, a few days ago. Mm. Let me, let's see what they got up over there. Mm. And they're going to take them chances. Two things, man. Um, make, a, make a couple orders. 
Uh, I find it funny from too. So I'm a I'm very pro Second Amendment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting um, looking at information and, and checking my stuff. They say like 75 to 80 percent of because gun sales have um, not doubled or tripled. Five times more guns are being mm-hmm. sold right now. They don't surprise. They me. have never sold as many guns that they have right now. So when Obama got office, that shit went crazy. When Sandy Hook happened, that shit went crazy. Whenever people think they're gonna take guns away and shit, that mm-hmm. shit go crazy. Right now is the they have never sold as many as they sold right the prices now. Prices on guns probably outrageous right now. They too. gouging. Um, Action Impact on Eight Mile. They mm-hmm. some assholes. They're not selling you ammo unless you buy a brand new gun. Um, and the, the price of ammo they trying to they people are gouging. Usually I buy end up being like. For uh, my rifle, it'd be like, I don't know, you try to get like 30 to 40 cent around. They trying to charge niggas like one to two dollars around. You know what I'm saying? They gouging and shit, oh, right? Wow. But like 75 to 80% of the new gun buys are from new gun owners. Mm-hmm. So all dangerous. the people who through all this time has been saying, oh, we anti guns and anti this. When some shit hit the fan, all them. you niggas is going out to buy guns. Mm-hmm. And everybody who been telling y'all that. Because, and what the police are telling you is, you are your first line of defense. You are. Mm-hmm. We're not showing up unless something is really, really fucked up. And it's after it's fucked up. And the Second Amendment ain't about fucking hunting or none of that shit. It's about personal protection and defending, and defending yourself yeah. against a tyrannical government, whatever. Mm-hmm. I find that really funny that when faced with a, 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 a daunting situation, everyone falls back on the Second Amendment, even the people who were staunchly against it. Mm-hmm. Two... I find it real funny that everybody get real liberal when it's a situation now. Mm-hmm. Now everybody want a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. When well, I was before, when I was yeah. explaining why Andrew Yang shit made so fucking made made so much, he can't win. He's not gonna do this if the nigga never dropped out. He'd and this shit happened right, right now. now <laughs> yeah, he'd be, he'd be look he'd be looking incredible. He'd probably sick, low key. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like it's man. just so. They funny took my idea. Right. How <laughs> everybody changed. Everybody changed when some shit actually hit the fan. So everybody yeah. who was so pro. And now people are actually finding out that because that gun laws don't hurt, don't hurt or don't help the citizen. Because like you live in California or, you know, you live in Jersey, you can't even go buy a fucking gun because it take you 10 days. Mm. So the government is the city shut down. So you're not about to get your permit. um, And you got to buy a permit to purchase it in California. That's going to take 10 days. You want one right now. You a law abiding citizen. Now you can't even buy one. Because now you, you can't gotta even go protect to, yourself, and people are actually finding out that when you go to Dunham's to purchase a, a, a shotgun, they're calling in the number and doing a background check on you. Everybody be saying, "Oh no, the gun, the loophole." No, nigga, it's they do still call. They that's, call the FBI number and be like, "Yo, can he get one?" That's like, for that's for people who've never purchased a gun. They, they just think like just any will. Any nigga off the street can just roll up in a Walmart and buy a gun. It doesn't work like it that. It don't work like it's that. It's never been like that. It's oh, never no. been like that. They now, some, they ask uh, all that if, you got a CC, if you got a CCW already, it's easier for you to purchase a gun because you can skip one of those processes. But if you got a CCW, you went through a class, you filled out some paperwork, you went down to the police station and gave me your fingerprints. They got pictures of me. Like, you got you got a background check. You got no felonies mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like, you've already done you jumped, everything. But, you, but look how many hoops... That you jump through in order to have, in order to be able to have your CPL. So people who've never been in a in a, in a tight situation, like, oh, we need tougher gun laws, nigga. You don't know the ones that we have right now. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Even sometimes with the gun law, when I go to a, a, a gun show before they all got canceled, nigga, they still call that shit in. Like, mm-hmm. look, you have to come to the store on Monday and pick it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like this whole. Now, I don't. I can't talk about other states, but here in Michigan, the one I, the where I live, I'm not at, gonna go to a gun show and walk out with a 12 gauge the same day. Like it's just don't always don't work like that all the time. I, I, I want to go buy. I want to go buy 12 gauge today, <laughs> and not game. like PlayStations. Yeah. You just can't. You just can't roll up in there walk and say, get, "Give me three without me. no kind of background. Yeah. Let me get four of them K's. Let me get that and that's true. I think they have pointed that out um, for those who have listened that most of the people who are committing these crimes with these guns aren't getting the guns legally. Absolutely not. You know, that that's something that they've always pointed out, the people who are pro Second Amendment. But well, this Corona shit got me kind of nervous. Though. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to stay positive. But however, that I'm has trying to stay negative. <laughs> You just want to be at home. No, I'm just, no, I'm trying to stay uh, corona, corona negative. COVID nineteen yeah. negative. Oh yeah, there you go. Look, just well, keep just keep the niggas away from me. That's oh, it. God. Keep them niggas the fuck away niggas from and, me. Niggas and flies, I do despise. <laughs> well, that has definitely been our time. We appreciate you, brothers. Hey man, thanks for having us. Yeah. Gotta have you Thank back you on. I don't see why we're not. Like yeah. usually, one yeah. if not both of us are always yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, we gotta start having you all on more often. It was a, a great time. Yes, it has been a pleasure. We appreciate. It. But before we get out of here we're gonna do health for health for the culture yes um so as always as of recently i always want to give a little tidbit health for the culture health advice and quick tips to benefit us as a people community and as a culture um something that's been on my heart recently anyway is it is allergy season um spring officially starts tomorrow shut up but um (laughs) if you haven't noticed i've been sniffing and rubbing my nose and all of that stuff better not be that wrong tonight (laughs) but that's why i wanted to touch on it because i know that sometimes when people are out there sneezing and and touching their face it can be scary so i do want to point out again that there are key differences in symptoms from allergies to COVID-19. Allergies will be sneezing, running nose, itchy eyes, and cough sometimes. But coronavirus, again, is fever, shortness of breath, and dry cough. So please be mindful. Don't be looking at us like we crazy because we have allergies. It's not our fault, and we don't have COVID-19. But I wanted to point out, too, which also goes with the coronavirus, is general tips for staying well um, outside of the usual hand-washing If you have allergies, it's recommended that you keep your doors and windows closed. I know we're getting stir crazy, but if you are hot, go ahead and run that AC. Spring starts tomorrow. You don't want to let that pollen in. Change your clothes and take a shower after being outside, and we should be doing this anyway in light of what's been going on. Hmm. Um, Antihistamines are better to clear congestion than decongestant. So antihistamines are like your Zyrtec, your Benadryl, your Allegra, your Claritin. Decongestants are your Sudafed and your Afrin. I know a lot of us have been trying to take medicine for preventive measures and things like that. But um, if you have high blood pressure, like our brother so uh, kindly mentioned earlier and told us about his situation, you have to be careful with those medications because they are known to raise your blood pressure and alter your heart rate. So be careful with decongestants. Decongestants, again, that's your Sudafeds and um, Afrin, things like that. Um, Some other tips, if you are feeling sick or having symptoms, as we all know, rest. Rest is important. Hydration. 
Everyone says, oh, you know, drink your fluids, but do we really know why? Um, staying properly hydrated helps the kidneys do their job, balancing and filtering waste from the body. So it's important that we do that. It can also loosen your congestion so you don't have to take medicine and allow mucus to be coughed out. Um, instead of using decongestants, you can use a nasal flush. So I don't know how many of y'all, I know a lot of guys don't really talk about this, have heard about neti pots. They used to make me uncomfortable, but it's a way of basically flushing your nose out. Don't that stuff run out your mouth? If you do it properly, it doesn't run out of your mouth. It should run out the other nostril, but it's a way of rinsing your nose out. And what that does is it clears up your sinuses. It loosens the mucus, the dry mucus. So that's actually better than popping a pill. I know Jay said he doesn't like to take medicine, so this is a natural way you can do it. It do needs. It has to be clean water, sterile water if you can, or salt water. Just an FYI. And lastly, of course, if your symptoms are lasting longer than two weeks, seek medical care. That's always important. And I know that's one thing that's come to the forefront recently with what's been going on. But there's ways we can stay well, be empowered, know what you're doing for your health and why. And that is your health for the culture. All right. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, before we get out of here, I just do want to shout out um, Whole Live Nigga. Remember him? Yes. Uh -huh. uh, checking in. He's a. Hey, follow him if you can. He's a, I follow him. You don't yeah. follow him? Yeah, yeah. I, he was, I, was, I was at the... Um, oh, yeah. Not oh, yeah, R&B. Okay, yeah, yeah you yeah. were there. Yeah, hope that nigga. Appreciate you tuning in. Yes, hey. Um, <laughs> my man, Theo. Uh, so we appreciate everybody tuning in and everybody else. Uh, Big Mel, we you know we appreciate your support all the time and everybody else. Uh, if I didn't call your name, I just didn't see it right now, so it's not no disrespect. But we appreciate you tuning in. Um, we hope to be back next week. We'll see what happens if they put us on a... Mandatory. Mandatory lockdown, but that is the, the plan as of right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there you go. Ain't no runner at Shop Talk. Oh, um, so it, just, it, it might just be us again next week. <laughs> as long as nobody snick come here and give me nothing, we, oh, we're going to be God. good. <laughs> so we appreciate everybody tuning in. Hope you all got something from this conversation and you enjoyed it. And um, any last words, fellas? Uh, hey, just everything Shop Talk podcast. Follow us, <laughs> shoptalkpodcast.com. I mean, shoptalkpod.com. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Okay. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Book some time. <laughs> y'all might not be the Rockefeller, but y'all are Jay and Bang. Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anything else to wear? Yes, you good? Um, just stay safe. Stay healthy. All right. Well, I am Jay Liggs. This is the Culture Cure. This is your culture, so be a part of the cure. Peace. Bye.